Ashton, I'll yeah. see if she can. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is... Yo, as I take a stand for Second Amendment rights, that's Sundays from 8 until 11. I will be on your radio fighting for freedom right here on News Talk 105.9, 100.7, WSIC. Well, good morning. It is Tuesday, August 1st. Can you believe it? Megan, I really can't. It's uh, August 1st, and that makes me very happy, and uh, it makes me happy this is our fourth show together. I know. On the Hometown Hour. Now, do you have anything special going on in August, or just like the month in you know, general? Uh, I'm actually going to be going to Hilton Head for a week at the Ooh. end of the month, so we're really looking forward to that. I guess we got like 25 days till we go on vacation for a week. Very nice, and 25 days until you get out of your hometown. Out of my hometown and into Hilton Head. Well, welcome all of our listeners. This is the Hometown Hour, our Tuesday radio show at 11 a.m. with Mayor Miles Atkins and Megan Subaru in the town of Mooresville. So glad to have you back. And uh, Mayor, like you said, this is our fourth show. Fourth show. And we have another special guest that's joined us. So we're super excited to uh, get him on the air with us later on in the show. And hey, so um, Megan, tell us about, uh, let's recap what we did. Um, last week, what well, we last week about. we had um, Fire Marshal Woody on. A lot of great tips, uh, a lot of great stories. A lot of them we couldn't share on air. Have but... you put an order in for your Woody doll yet? Oh yes, we're getting one of the originals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so we're we're <laughs> glad to have Fire Marshal Woody with us. Um, look forward to having him back on air to talk more about the educational campaigns that the Fire Marshal's office does. Um, talk more in depth about the. Fire Department, all the special um, programs and areas that they have, um, whether that's hazmat, whether that is swift water rescue, uh, trench rescue, whether that is drone program, which we discussed last week. Quite extensive programming. 40 drones, over 40 drones that we have. Quite amazing. And our guest today has probably seen some of those drones in action in conjunction with another department that we have in town. Um, we also last week talked a little bit about our road projects, which is always a fun conversation if you're in and around the Mooresville area. Anything about roads is always a very wonderful topic. Um, so road projects, Mayor, I'm, I'm sure you know this, but some of our listeners may not. Summertime is road paving and resurfacing time for the town of Mooresville. And as you can imagine, this is a very big job. Um, I believe we have over 150 plus miles of roads that the town maintains. We do. And so that that's a lot of roads. We can't hit all of those every year, nor do we need to. We'd prioritize, work with um, outside companies to prioritize which roads need the most work and um, address those roads first as we can, as budget allows, because as you can also imagine, this is not an inexpensive endeavor. It so, is not. and But what's been really interesting is how... The town has really looked at different ways to be more economical and still cover and cover more roads and use different techniques on certain roads, which Absolutely. is pretty interesting. So this year we used three different techniques, and our road projects are wrapping up, I believe, the regular paving, the mill and overlay. Mm -hmm. That is complete. We did 5.4 miles of that this year. Microsurfacing, which is a new technique. 
Um, is we did 2.35 miles, very specific, this year. And then the rejuvenator, which I've been told is like a sunscreen for the roads, if you mm. can imagine that. We did 9.6 miles of that, and those last two are still wrapping up this year. So we really appreciate all of the residents and visitors' patience dealing with the road projects. We know that's never fun when um, we have to take down lanes or ask you to keep your cars off the side of the road. But we really appreciate you helping us keep the roads safe. And in yeah, and really, you know, kudos to town staff and the and the street department and the guys and the folks that are out there in this heat, working with that material uh, and getting this done because it needs to get done. But boy, this it, it has been hot. It has been incredibly hot. So kudos to them. Kudos to all of our risk management staff who has helped uh, mitigate any issues that they can and just keep our people safe. And we really appreciate that. Yes, we do. Well, Megan, tell me this. What's one good thing you have for us today? So one good thing that I have is that our police department um, was accredited by CALEA in the communications program. That was announced yesterday. That is a big, big deal. That is a huge deal. And um, CALEA, we've been CALEA accredited since 2015 for law enforcement, but now we are CALEA accredited for the first time in the communications program. And for all of you, those listeners who don't know, CALEA stands for the Commission on Accreditation for Law Enforcement Agencies. So I think it really speaks volumes, Mayor, that our town department's seek these national outside accreditations, um, like the police department with CALEA, like the fire department with their ISO 1 rating, like the Parks and Recreation Department with their CAPRA accreditation. That really speaks to the level of service and resources and amenities that we provide our residents and visitors, don't you think? I agree. It's a, you know, I think this town's philosophy is let's be the best of America's best and always, uh, you know, strive to be the best and and, uh, go above and beyond. And and this is another thing that I think we, you know, as elected officials and and as marketing and and getting the message out that we really, um, we are high amenities. um, We really value top level service. And it's really a great recruitment tool too, because you want to work for the best. Absolutely. And when you have these sorts of uh, accolades and standards that we go by and these accomplishments, I think it speaks volumes for you know what you get at the town. You want to work for the best and you want to live in an area where there's the best. That's right. So recruiting not only for uh, for jobs for the town, morsevalency.gov slash HR, but also recruiting for new residents um, in the area. So kudos, kudos to the police department, kudos to all the staff, uh, Susan Davis, Jennifer Harris, Assistant Chief Cook, everyone who worked on this accreditation and obtaining it. We're really proud of everything that they've done. We are super proud. And so let me tell you about the one good thing I have to share with you. Ooh, late on me. My mother turned 85 yesterday. Wow, congratulations. Happy yeah, birthday to her. Yeah, 85. She's she's kicking along just great. And so super excited about that. So that's uh, very fortunate to have her with us and uh, not with us here today, but just with us in general. So that was uh, a proud moment that she's she's with us. So Absolutely. That's, that's great to celebrate that. Um, I know we have a lot of other celebrations coming up, so maybe you can you can bring your mom out to enjoy those within the town. Once it cools off a little bit. Maybe. Once it cools <laughs> off. Once it cools off. Absolutely. Well, we have a very special guest with us today that I'll go ahead and, and introduce so um, our listeners can be, can be ready for wonderful segments we're going to have coming up. We have Dare Officer Kratz with us today. 
who serves on the Mooresville Police Department. And he's got the great job of working with our young residents and helping them to make smart life choices, helping to inform and educate them, and just build connections in our community. So yes. welcome, Officer Kratz. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I think you might have, uh, my, uh, both of my kids might have gone through your D.A.R.E. program. I believe they did. Yeah, so super cool. He's been around for a long time. Hey, and he has eight grandkids, by the way. Eight. Eight. Wow. Mm -hmm. So you know something about celebrating birthdays. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> well, Oscar Kratz and I were talking yesterday um, a little bit about the D.A.R.E. program. You know, my dad was a D.A.R.E. officer for a while. I so I Yeah, so I grew up with the D.A.R.E. program, sitting through it, not only through my own classes, but also all the classes that I got drugged to that he was teaching, um, got to go to the D.A.R.E. conferences, got to ride in the parades and the D.A.R.E. vehicles, which were probably repo drug vehicles, but that's okay. Yeah. So really interesting to see how it's evolved from um, then until now. And tell me, Officer Kratz, before we go yes. into break, sure. do we still have the mascot, Darren the Lion? We do. Absolutely. <gasps> oh, I'm so excited about that. We oh, may, yes. may need to have a recap of uh, Darren the Lion. We get can do some that. Get some pictures with him. I love it. Well, awesome. Well, we'll be right back yeah, with will. more from Officer Kratz, more about the D.A.R.E. program with Mooresville Police Department. And thanks so much for listening in. So good morning and welcome back to the Hometown Hour with Mayor Miles Atkins and Megan Suber from the town of Mooresville. We have a very special guest with us here today. If you were listening to our first segment, we have Dare Officer Kratz with us from the Mooresville Police Department. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. So glad to have you here and welcome to all of our listeners as well. We're glad you're tuning in. So, Officer Kratz, tell us a little bit more about your background. I understand you've been in law enforcement for quite some time. Uh, about about 14 years now. And, uh, Very nice. Loving every minute of it. Thank you for yeah, your service. Absolutely. Did you start with the Mooresville Police Department? I did. I did. I started a bit later in life than most, but um, it was it was well worth the uh, the decision. Now, did you see any challenges? I know that was 14 years ago, and some of some people like me have trouble remembering what they have for breakfast this morning. But do you remember any challenges starting a little later in life? Challenges, yes, but um, I think it helped me a bit in other areas. Challenges um, physically, because I had to keep up with, with guys that were, and girls that were literally nearly half my age. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, physically, there were challenges. Um, but having more life experience, I think that was beneficial to me. Oh, through absolutely. The, through the process. Yeah, I can definitely see that. So you started as a patrol officer. Correct. Because all of our officers that we bring on start with patrol. Mm -hmm. And um, if they're a lateral transfer, we ha give them a year, and then they can jump to a different program or team. Right. So did you jump within that year, or did you uh, take a little time? I took a little time. Um the opportunity came open because uh, one of our SROs and, and DARE instructor, um, she uh, opted to move on and move up in the, within the department. And it was, it was a big decision for me because it meant leaving the road and, and going into the schools as a school resource officer. Uh, and, of course, being a DARE instructor was a necessary part of that. 
So what's what's the difference with the being on the road versus being a dare officer? I know when some people think about police officers, they may just think of patrol officers. They, they don't necessarily think of the other jobs that officers may do, SROs, dare officers. Uh, they'll probably think of detectives if they watch CSI or something like that. But what what's the difference? Um, between those two areas, is there like a different skill set you have to have? Is there a different um, type of officer that would do better in one area or the other? Yes to both. Um, patrol officers are, you know, what you, you normally think of when, you know, when you watch cop shows on TV and stuff like that. Um, school resource officers are sworn law enforcement officers or, or sheriff's deputies, but their primary function is to be assigned to a school or multiple schools to ensure the safety of the, the children and the staff and the building itself. What's one thing you love about um, being a DARE SRO officer? Being able to build the relationships and, and set a positive yeah, example for law enforcement with, with the children as they come up. So that means you got to like kids. That means you have to <laughs> like a, kids. That's a yes. prerequisite. And from what I've heard from some officers, you know, that's not their fit. They would that's rather right. be on patrol, and that's perfectly fine. Most yeah. definitely. You have to be comfortable and confident in your, your skill set, as you said. Uh, I bet you've got kids that you taught, and I'd love to hear more about the type of training that you had to go through because it's not – I know they kind of trained my son, who's a, a police officer in Statesville, you know, just started in the kind of all the training that you have to go for every single thing. But I'm sure for the dare, there's got to be a ton of training there. But um, I bet you got some students, some kids that that you've taught over the, over that time that you have come back and remember what an influence you were to them. Yeah, I uh, was recently speaking to one of my former students, and um, he just randomly reached out to me on Facebook, sent me a message, said, "Hey, you know, are you still out there?" kind of thing, and and we started, you know, talking to each other. And it turns out he's married. He has a he has a child. He works at Charlotte Douglas Airport and um, as a ramp agent down there. Oh wow! And I happen to be flying shortly after that. So we just started talking and conversing while I was out for um, out in I was actually in, in Las Vegas at the International Dare Conference, and um, we were conversing even while I was out there because the airline lost my bags. And <laughs> <laughs> But did you try to get him to pull any strings? <laughs> I did. I did. Um, did it he, work? He, I know he had some good ideas, and, and those were helpful. But he reached out because he remembered the influence that I had in his life, and it was a positive one. And, and it, was, it was just a blessing to have him reach back out to me. That's awesome to, to hear those uh, connections. At the time, you may not think it's such a profound impact, but you can have a huge, huge lasting impact on a student's life. Yeah. And years later, they'll remember that. And recall that. That's absolutely awesome. So what is one thing you love about working for the Mortville Police Department? Since you've been here 14 years, mm. you've got, I'm sure, have a wide variety of experiences, some you don't love, but what's at least one thing that you love? I like the fact that uh, while we are a town that's growing rapidly, um, the Mooresville uh, Police Department and working for the town itself still feels like a family. And right. and the amount of support that's given and, and offered in, in so many ways is, is fantastic. And I know that you were recently honored with an award. 
Tell me a little bit about this. Um, I've got the headline in front of me. It says, Dare Officer Honored with Lifetime Achievement Award. Yes. Uh, the Charles Dunn Lifetime Achievement Award um, is an award that was um, given to me by the North Carolina Dare Officers Association. I, um, I've been a member since I was certified to, to teach Dare, but I was also a board member for seven years. Oh, wow. Um, all the way up, uh, first by our first vice president, vice president, president for three years, oh. and then past president, and I was I was honored with that award. Well, congratulations! That's that is always something special to be honored by your peers, the people that walk in the same or similar shoes as you do. So congratulations yes. on you. that. And I, as we were chatting yesterday, you also mentioned you've got a new honor. I have, I have a new role. Yes. A new role. Yes. Um, recently, um, the, the, the state of North Carolina and um, the Dare family lost someone very special to us. Um, uh, retired Chief Deputy Michael Atkins was our state training coordinator and he as I said recently passed and um, I was nominated by the board to take over as a state training coordinator and um, I now have that role and was I uh, was certified recently as a, a training facilitator so while I'm also a mentor mm -hmm. and I, I train other officers to become DARE officers through the eight hour 80 hour training uh, course mm -hmm. um, I'm now a facilitator of those trainings. Well, so rather than having a, a team of officers that I mentor, sure. I have a training staff that I mentor. Oh wow, that is a big role. Yes, but I know you're going to do great at it. Thank you, and I'm also very thankful that that uh, Mooresville has has supported me through this. Absolutely, and I've noticed that not only with the police department with the different areas of the police department, but also with the fire department, like we kind of discussed last week, there's a lot of mentorship and support for advancing your skill set, advancing your career within the town. So that really speaks volumes to um, leadership that supports their staff like that and wants them to do better, wants them to grow and, and go on to bigger and better things or take on more responsibilities. So what's that website again, Megan? <laughs> <laughs> Morselnc.gov slash HR. So Officer Kratz, yes. um, tell us a little bit about what a DARE officer does and how that's different than uh, a school resource officer. Okay. Uh, school resource officers, as I said, are as I said, are assigned to the schools, responsible for the safety of the school and mm. the children in the building. Um, but not all SROs are DARE officers. You have to go through, as I said, an eight-hour, 80-hour training course. It's, it's two full weeks and uh, to be certified to instruct the, and present the DARE program. Some DARE officers are patrol officers. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just a, another certification that they have that gives them the ability and the We'll say the right sure. to present the program. Um, so my primary function is to teach, and uh, also while I am a dare off or an SRO. So that's that's my primary function is is to teach, and I teach <clears throat> about eight hundred to a thousand kids a year. Can you tell our listeners what dare stands for? Dare uh, has always stood for drug abuse resistance education. And has the curriculum changed much over the years? Considerably, yes. In, um, 
It started in 1983 in Los Angeles, California, and it came out as a, a local program between LAPD and the Los Angeles Unified School District to help kids make a better decision uh, when it comes to drugs and gangs and build more positive relationships with law enforcement. And it just it took off like wildfire across the country. Now, a lot of people, when they hear the, the, the term dare, they think, just say no, or drugs are bad, don't do it kind of thing. Or dare in the lion. Or dare in the lion, yes. <laughs> um, but it has changed over the years. The just say no kind of thing isn't as effective as, you know, it was on, on the local level kind of thing. Um, so it, it, it turned into more of a character building program. And in 2017, they partnered with law, uh, Penn State University with a new curriculum called Keeping It Real, which um, uh, deals with uh, socio-emotional learning. It is re federally recognized and um, it's research-based and evidence-driven. A lot of great things wow. that our kids need. Well, I've got lots more questions sure. about the curriculum changes because like I said, I've, I've experienced it, but before those changes occurred. So we'll get into that in our sure. next segment and to all our listeners, we'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to the Hometown Hour on this beautiful August 1st. Such a lovely Tuesday. It is. So glad to be here with you. Absolutely. Glad to be here with you, too. So August 1st, start a school. Start a school means our kids are going back, our teachers are going back, our SROs are going back, our DARE officers going back. Mm -hmm. And so if you're just joining us, we have DARE Officer Kratz from the Mooresville Police Department. And he's here today to talk a little bit more about what the DARE program is, sure. how it serves our students, how it serves our community, and, you know, the differences between DARE officers, SROs, patrol officers, all that great stuff. So we were talking a little bit in the break about um, the ages that DARE program serves, because I know mm -hmm. some of our listeners may not be familiar with that. Yes, there's a, a curriculum available from K all the way through 12th, 12th grade. Oh, wow. Absolutely. That, that's amazing. I didn't mm -hmm. know that. Um, I'm too yeah. used to thinking of DARE as, hey, this is the program that you get when you're in fourth grade, fifth grade, right. sometime around then. But having that, that span of curriculum gives you a lot of opportunity to touch a lot of different lives at a lot of different stages and continue to touch those lives. Certainly. So um, DARE program, is it um, optional? Is, do all school systems have it? How does that work? Not all school systems offer the DARE program. A lot, um, a lot of school districts either don't have the time or the, uh, or the, the funding. Sure. Um, fortunately, this, the, the town of Mooresville supports our DARE program 100%, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll, sometimes agencies don't have a DARE officer, so it's not offered there. Sure. So as, as much as I'd like it to be. Mandatory everywhere. Everywhere. We, we don't have it. But we're very fortunate to have it in Mooresville. And for those listeners who don't know, uh, Mooresville is served by Mooresville Graded 
school district. Um, we also have Iredell State School schools in the area um, and also multiple charter schools. So I understand that you serve Morseville graded and also the charter schools like Pine Lake Prep and Langtree Academy. I do. Yes. Excellent. And for what grade do you normally teach when you're there? I know we said the curriculum can span everything. Normally I teach fifth grade. Fifth grade. That yes. is a transitional year. Yeah, it really is. Not looking forward <laughs> to that next year coming up nope. in our household. So as our students are starting back, what's one thing students can do to um, help have a better school year and maybe something it's something that you've experienced being in the schools. Maybe it's something that has to do with the D.A.R.E. curriculum. Well, um, believe in themselves is, is the first thing that comes to mind. Um, Absolutely. And that's, that's what D the D.A.R.E. program is all about, is about uh, character building. And my goal for each of them is, is to, for them to see themselves as worthy of making good choices. You know, and that's, that's a huge thing. And a lot of times as a parent with a younger child, you may not think of kids having all of these same battles and challenges that we do as adults and having this self-doubt, but they absolutely do. It starts at such a young age. And if they're not equipped to make good choices, to believe in themselves, that just sets up a bad foundation for future growth and development. Yes, absolutely. So, like I said, as a parent, I've got two going back to school, one in the younger grades, one a senior in high school this year. What's one thing parents can do to help students, their students, be successful? Be involved, I think, is, is, is the number one thing when it comes to school. Be involved. If you have the opportunity, join the PTSO. Mm -hmm. um, know what's going on in, in the school. Talk to the teachers. Be available and, and receptive to the teachers and your student. I think that makes a huge impact just from my own experience, um, having been involved with my daughter's school as much as possible throughout the years. Um, getting to know and build those relationships is really crucial. I know we're starting to get to the age where she doesn't want me to be around very much anymore, so that's, that's a challenge for mom, but just knowing what's going on because they do hit that age where they don't want you to be a part of things that they don't really communicate as much. And the teachers and staff don't necessarily communicate as much as well because they're trying to instill that responsibility in the students. So that that's a challenge. And Mayor, I think you had some questions about um, successes that Officer Kratz has seen. Yeah, we were talking about that off air a little bit, but it'd be for our listeners to know, um, you've been doing this for such a long time and you've traveled around the state and um, this is obviously a very important program with the, that the town supports and, and you've seen it. Can you talk a little bit about the successes and the results from the program and the impact it's had on the kids? Sure. I'd, I'd love to say that every child, you know, has, has made great decisions after taking D.A.R.E., but, but I can't say that because it's an individual decision. Um, Absolutely. You have to be receptive of the information. Yeah. Uh, D.A.R.E. is all about giving them the tools and the ability and strategies they can use to make good choices, and then they have to make the decisions for themselves because while the risks are there, so consequences are as well. And we can't always mitigate the risk. So if we equip our students with the tools and resources, we give them a leg up. Sure. But, Mr. Mayor, you asked about successes. I have uh, 
numerous students have come back to me and, and spoken about uh, the positive impact that I've had on their life. I've had uh, many students come back and say, you know, it was something that you had said or our interactions together that made me make this better decision in a, in a certain situation. And I have several letters from parents who have said, my child came home or called me and, and did something that was better because of what you had done or said in your interactions with them. It's got to be extremely rewarding, fulfilling, you know, to, to know that you've made a difference in some, some, some child's life and possibly even saved their life because they made the right decision based on the tools um, that, you, that you provided for them. Certainly. Yeah. No, no, it's, this is a huge part of policing that often um, goes untouted in the media. A lot of times we're hearing about the negative stuff that occurs, but community policing, providing the resources to residents and visitors, whether they are in fifth grade, whether they are 55, whether they're any age, um, that is a huge part of building that network and community. I think it it's um, really fair to say that Mooresville is very supportive of our police department and our officers because we do such a great job at getting out there, interacting with our community, mm-hmm. um, being in the schools, being present, and having these um, programs and opportunities that help build connections in the community. Yeah, I would agree. I was curious, any any themes, anything that you're picking up uh, with this new school year, but just in years past with the with the youth um, at that age um, that you've seen that have, that they're changing um, you know we've 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 seen uh, how we've integrated technology into the school systems now and just a lot of just the, I think the influencers out that kids are exposed to and I'm sure you see that in the schools, and but I do. absolutely, I would I would agree with that. Between my two kids, that things have changed in the schools, but most definitely interesting in your perspective. Yeah, the uh, the technology te- technology has really become a double edged sword because while it does give them the ability to do um, more research and do their projects, and and they need to have that ability and that that technology language and those skills in their lives going forward. But it also opens up a lot to them with social media and and other influences online. Yeah, I would, I would imagine um, at that age, uh, a lot of the kids probably do start early with with smartphones and on social media. And really, um, a lot of the a lot of the bullying takes place on social media. And I'm just wondering if that does the Dare program address any of that about social media and bullying? It does in the core curriculum as well as uh, enhancement lessons. Okay. Yes. It's good. Much needed. That, absolutely. That is a huge thing. And, and as you said, Mayor, that starts so early with our students now. So just having that awareness is a huge, huge asset. So thank you, Officer Kratz, for all that you do, for all that the uh, D.A.R.E. program does. And when we come back, we'll talk about upcoming events and we'll also take some calls. If anyone's interested, 844-STUDIO-4 is the number to call in. We're happy to chat with you on this beautiful Tuesday, and we'll be right back. (music) 
Welcome back to the Hometown Hour. If you're just tuning in, we have Mayor Miles Atkins and Megan Suber from the town of Mooresville and special guest today, Dare Officer Kratz with Mooresville Police Department. We are chugging right along today. We really are and learning so much about this D.A.R.E. program and all the accolades that uh, Officer Kratz has uh, achieved over his time serving the town of Mooresville and all the students and all the people he's reached over his 14 years. He has quite some accomplishments. Make me feel a little underachiever over here very much. Well, again, we've been talking about the D.A.R.E. program and how it serves our students. And just to recap, in case you weren't listening before. What does DARE stand for again, Officer Kratz? Drug Abuse Resistance Education. And it is taught to fifth grade, but we have curriculum for all ages, whether it's kindergarten through 12th grade. And that curriculum is very different from what we've experienced previously. Um, A little bit more holistic, if I could use the term. Mm -hmm. It encompasses um, social media. It encompasses... um, some more bullying and cyberbullying that we we see today. And um, as we're kind of wrapping up our discussion about this, what is your favorite part about being a D.A.R.E. officer? Of course, the relationships with the kids Mm -hmm. uh, that I get to build, um, but seeing the growth in them just over the 10-week program. um, So for 10 weeks, mm -hmm. you're only with them for 10 weeks. Yes, uh, there are enhancement lessons that I can add on to that if I have time in the school year. Um, but I think my favorite lessons are the one that we actually have two of lessons about communication and communication skills. We talk about uh, being confident in your communication, being effective. We talk about verbal and nonverbal communication and listening effectively as well as communicating effectively. I think I might need to get through that program. I know. I was just sitting here thinking. Communication is such a key thing. <laughs> it is. It is. And it, it's so important, too, from put, putting on my uh, previous higher education hat, um, seeing students come in that you can tell which ones had those soft skill lessons, had those communications lessons, and who haven't. Even though your program is so short, I'm sure that that makes an impact on our students. So thank you for that. Thank you for taking part in that. Any other questions for Officer Kratz? I just want to thank you for all that you do and all the lives that you've impacted. I would be curious, mm-hmm. you've, um, you talked about how you started in, in, in your career in law enforcement kind of later in life, but you brought a lot of wisdom just from life skills. Um, you've um, obviously impacted a lot of kids and taught them about character building and um, Good habits and you know how to be a good a good person overall and that sort of thing. What what have you learned from the students? How have you grown in this role? And don't just say how to use TikTok. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think they've they've helped me become more empathetic. Okay, they really have over the years. That's awesome, and that is again putting back my higher education hat on. That is something that. Um, you see when you get groups of individuals of all different ages together, you may have the young um, students thinking that they may not learn something for, from the older students or the teachers um, or vice versa, but we can all glean something from other people because they've all had different life experiences and we have, whether that's been shorter, whether that's been longer, they've all had different experiences. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So school is starting back as we discussed couple safety tips for all of our parents and students and drivers in the area. Can you tell me, Officer Kratz, when do you stop for a school bus? Oh, 
<laughs> Let's see. Um, anytime you're going um, in the same direction, coming or going, mm -hmm. and when it's not divided by a hard median. Very uh, good. Okay. Very good. Can you tell me how many points you get on your driver's license if you don't stop for a school bus? I do believe that's five. It is five and a $500 penalty. Oh, yes. So all of those things are things we don't want. Mm -hmm. $500 penalty, five points on our license or children or bus drivers to get hurt. Right. So stop for the school buses. Anytime you're in the same lane as mm -hmm. the school bus following the bus as long as they're not a sitter median, or if you're Megan Suber, just stop all the time. Uh, just just preventative, stop, stop all the time. time. Safe bet. Absolutely. And also, we have a lot of crosswalks, a lot of schools where we have students that walk in the Mooresville area. Make sure you're using those crosswalks. Make sure you're checking both ways for traffic. Drivers are distracted nowadays for 20 gazillion reasons. Make sure you're looking for them as you're crossing the street, whether it's to get to school, whether it's to cross between facilities, anything. Want to keep our students safe. And those attending the crosswalks, too. And those attending the crosswalks as well. So, Mayor, we've got a lot of good things coming up in town other than school starting. That's right. Can you tell us about some of this, Megan? Absolutely. On Monday, we have the ribbon cutting, the official ribbon cutting for our One Mooresville Center. Um, we're excited to open that up to the public. Have you been there? Have I you have. It's tour? pretty phenomenal. It is. It's lovely. And I know Officer Kratz has been there yeah. in its old form because, of course, that was the Mooresville Police Department that's got refurbished um, into the one Mooresville Center. So that ribbon cutting is coming up on Monday at 4.30 p.m. And that is open to the public, 750 West Iredale Avenue. We've got a Rock the Park concert coming up Saturday this Saturday, yeah. I believe. And that is the entertainers, which will be beach music, R&B, Top 40, and everything else in between. That should be a good show. And I think it's going to be a little cooler this we week. We need a little relief. But there's also um, Festival of Food Trucks is this Saturday, too. Excellent. So lots of things going on downtown, um, in and around downtown Mooresville and Liberty Park. On the Friday night concert, that starts at 630 Food trucks there start at 6. And what time is the Festival of the Food Trucks on Saturday? I think it's 5.30 to 8. Good time, good time. So hopefully we'll have some good weather for that. And those events are open to the public. Food trucks not free, concert free. Concert is free. Just point of clarity there. We've had some people ask about that. Um, we've got a lot of things coming up, but you know what is coming up later this week on Thursday, I believe? Pray tell. National Watermelon Day. Oh, Fantastic. It is, and we have a destination recreation event actually going to be on Friday um, at Liberty Park from 9 to 11. Um, encourage you to come out and enjoy some watermelon activities, maybe a couple slices of watermelon as well, but it's a great day. And do you know what's coming up tomorrow? I do not. This is a week of food trivia. It is National Ice Cream Sandwich Day. Oh my gosh, my stomach is growling right <laughs> I can now. hear can it. Hear I can it? hear it growling. It's almost lunchtime. So that's just a few of the things we got coming up. We also have our Cone with a Cop event on August 19th at the police department. Come enjoy some ice cream. You can enjoy it on National Ice Cream Sandwich Day and come to Cone with a Cop as well. Love that. Um, August 19th is a Saturday at 11 a.m. We've got our B3 Bands, Brews, and Barbecue Festival on September 16th from 4 to 9 at Liberty Park. Again, free event. Have we announced who is going to be the Not opening yet. act? Gosh. Almost August 10th. We're so close. 
you got to tune into our show after August 10th so you can hear who it is. We also have the Mooresville Motorsports Festival coming up October 3rd, the NC Music Hall of Fame October 19th. More information about that um, can be found online at mooresvillenc.gov. And we have some free car seat checks coming up. So, Officer Kratz, I know you've got eight grandkids, we said. I do. Ranging in ages from? Uh, approximately six weeks to six and a half years old. So, all in car seats at this point. Oh, yes. So car seat checks are super important for your family Most definitely. right now. And I know as a parent and mayor, I know you can probably speak to this as well because your granddaughter should still be in a car seat. She is. Um, they're, they're a booger bear to get in sometimes. Once you get, get them in, correctly. you don't want to take them out. So. Oh, sometimes you can't get them out. That's right. So, you know, we want to make sure that they are um, correctly in uh, the car, correctly secured in the car, and that your child is using the correct our grandchild is using the correct um, seat placed the correct way. So our police and fire departments are here to help with that. We've got several checks coming up um, this year, some coming up next year, but the next one is August 16th from 3 to 5 p.m. at Fire Station 1, which is 457 North Main Street. And if you can't make that, we have one a month, September 13th, October 11th, November 8th, and December 6th. And where can they find that information if they couldn't write that down all at once? Oh, are you saying I talk a little too fast? Um, that can all be found on the uh, Town of Mooresville website. Also, you can find it on our social media accounts, uh, Mooresville Fire and Rescue, Facebook and Instagram, Mooresville Police Department, Facebook and Instagram, and the information will also be shared on the Town of Mooresville, Facebook and Instagram. And who keeps up with all that? You're looking at her. <laughs> My staff of two, soon to be three, 22 social media accounts. Wow. That's yeah, incredible. we got a lot going on. I think some days we need to um, to listen to Officer Kratz's D.A.R.E. programs about the social media. Communication. And communication, yes, very much so. Um, also, Mayor, while we have you, did you know that we have a youth council? I do know that we have a youth council. Yeah, they do some good stuff. <clears throat> they do some phenomenal stuff. We have, um, really, it's I think it's the Mooresville Grade School District, Idle State School Schools, Pine Lake Prep, and Langtree Charter. They're all welcome. It's any uh, incoming high school, high school student uh, yep. starting at ninth grade. High school student, um, whether you live in Mooresville or whether you attend a school that is in Mooresville, you are welcome to join the Mooresville Youth Council. We have a couple interest sessions Um for individuals, we've got one today, 6 to 7.30 at the new police department community room, and then one on Thursday from 1 to 2.30 at Town Hall. Great opportunity to get involved. I know high schoolers are always looking for community service hours, and this is a great way to get them. It is, and, and we've had some phenomenal students come through and participate in this, uh, in this program. Awesome. Well, Mayor, I can't wait to be here next week with you. Looking forward to it. Thank you so much for all our listeners. Have a great week.